Welcome back, everybody. Thank you all for checking out my interview with former Cage Warriors bantamweight champion Jack Cartwright, who is vying for a position in the Octagon bantamweight title stakes this weekend when he takes on Jonas Maggard at Octagon in Newcastle. I'm looking forward to seeing it Saturday night. You've got my attention. Of course, we did speak to Caelan Lochran last week. He's on this Atlantic City card that is generating a lot of interest with Irish people. I'm hearing about Irish people going from all over America, all the diaspora, and I know people are flying over as well. But um, no, don't. It's not going to be UFC Dublin, like. But it's going to be a lot of Irish people there in the house that night. Caelan Lochran's in action, and Reese McKee is in action too, and he is an absolute banger of a fight with Chidi and Jukwani. I mean, Chidi, 32 fights into his career, 35 years of age, a violent, violent dude, especially in the first round, moving back down to welterweight. Now, there's obvious, for me, there's obvious fears. He hasn't made welterweight since 2016. He's 35 years of age. I mean, I'm, I'm, my first fear is, is Reese into a Caelan Lochran situation in Paris where they do the old switcheroo on Wednesday? I asked him about that. In December, Reese became a father too to the beautiful Ruby Star McKee. So I got his take on fatherhood. I mean, he's, he's, I think, seven weeks in now. Beautiful baby girl. I always hear from fighters that having a baby really changes their perspective on the fight game. Sometimes it lightens the load, lightens the burden that people feel ahead of fights. So I asked him about that. And I also asked him about the fact that Chitty has lost two of his last three fights after being taken down. Will we see Reese McKee's wrestling shoes in Atlantic City? That's what I want to know. Of course, Reese represents the great FAI fight team in Ireland out of Belfast. And recently, um, Ryan Curtis suffered an injury, one of their teammates in the gym. So I asked him about that too. We're going to share the link to Ryan's uh, GoFundMe page in the description of this. So anyone who wants to read about Ryan um, can go and check that out. He's had great support from the MMA community. Uh, Liam McCord especially being in his corner throughout this. Conor McGregor, a massive donation as well on the GoFundMe. Um, you can check that out. Molly McCann was with him over the weekend. Lots of things being planned um, to raise awareness and raise money for Ryan. So please feel free to find out more about it and donate if you can. Here is the great Skeletor, Reese McKee, former Bama champion, former Cage Warriors champion. And now getting ready for a big date with Chidi and Jukwani in Atlantic City on March 30th. Here he is. He's back, ladies and gentlemen. He is now a father of a beautiful Ruby Star McKee. And he has a massive fight on March 30th against a legend, a veteran, Chidi and Jukwani. Um, massive fight. And as well as that, Caelan Lockins on the same card. A lot of Irish people head to this car, by the way. But um, of course, it's it's the great one. It's Reese McKee, former Cage Warriors champion, former Obama champion. He's after that UFC champion status now. Reese, how was the form? How was fatherhood? How's everything? Yeah, good, magical. Um, you know, a life that feels a lot more fulfilled these days and perspectives different than everything, but life's good and it's now time to get back to business. And, uh, you know, that's for different March. As you said, me and Keelan seem to be doing this thing together so um you know atlantic city is going to see us both so as you said an iris force will be out i'm sure and it's going to be a good night have you been hearing about the amount of words that are heading to this like i'm i'm hearing people i know in new york are heading 
over there. There's people from Philadelphia. Like, I mean, I feel like the Irish invasion might actually take place in Atlantic City and not the Three Arena this time around, by the sounds of things. Yes. Like, I wasn't expecting it because I didn't I, I didn't really have much grasp of where Atlantic City was or is. Um, yeah. Then I got a lot of DMs being like, oh, we'll be heading down or heading up. So wherever the end people are coming from, uh, there's going to be a lot of people. And even a few, a few of my ones close to me have, have booked the trip. So... You know, you think when you're doing these US cards that it's kind of out of people's reach, but you know, when there's a fight, there's a crowd, and when there's an Irish fight, there's an Irish crowd. So here we go. Tell me this. Um, I, I'm not a parent, I'm not I have no children, but I always think it's an interesting time for fighters when they become parents because they actually like they they let go of a certain amount of importance of the fight game. That doesn't mean they're not in training camp, that doesn't mean they're not, but they stop overthinking everything. As far as I'm concerned, like they they have they have far more concern now for this being they've just brought into the world. Like that's the primary concern. Has it eased you uh, in terms of fight nerves, anxieties, things like that, or does it make it even more um, more strenuous because now you're supporting this new life in the world? You know, it's interesting. Like, and I always heard this. I always heard people say, "Oh, it's different when you're you have a child, and it's different when you're dependent and stuff." And and you're just kind of like, "Oh, whatever," kind of thing. But then. You know, when you do have that, like the young, the young child being at home, it's like it does make everything different. Perspectives different, you know. Um, like it's just, you know, I always say like I used to have time to burn in terms of training sessions and stuff, so it's made me a lot more intent. You know, when I go and doing stuff like exactly how it needs to be done and getting out and home down the road to see the child as soon as I can, so it takes a lot of the fluff out. Um, in terms of the like anxiety and overthinking stuff like you know me for long enough i've always been an extremely relaxed guy um and i don't think that's really changed me too much and um, my perspective of life is like i feel more fulfilled i feel you know more purpose to what i'm doing this all for i feel um you know there's never been a better time to be the best version of myself and you know try and fill bank accounts full of money for this little person so you know there's never been a, a bigger purpose or a reason to be good Tell me about this fight. Um, how did it come about? Like we saw Kalen is getting a guy who, who's never fought in the UFC before. And he's getting the kind of contender series, dude. Whereas you've got Chitty. And Chitty, for those of you who don't know, the man is, he might be 35 years of, old, years of age. He might have not fought in the welterweight division in about eight years. But he has been around and he's been doing the business for a long time. You, you'd be very easily fooled by looking at his record and seeing that three loss streak and saying ah oh, this is a piece of piss because this guy this guy knows how to throw yeah he does he certainly does um the fight came about funny we, we actually had a checkup for um for the child who so we were in hospital and i was actually texting uh, liam at the time and about fights i was like i have a feeling it's going to be this guy this like all these random welterweight guys and um as i said that graham texted me and said uh, about this date and stuff like this and I was like who's the guy and he said he's going to which his name and um, yeah it's, it's just funny you know but but it's always like this like you know people look at, I'm, I'm only what 28 years of age people look at me as still this young kid in the game but I've been about f- forever so the fact that I'm getting the guys with these a lot of fights isn't really a shock to me as you said you said a very good point Chitty's the type of guy that people are going to look and see he's on free in a streak or free free losses in a row and you could easily overlook this guy but it's no different to my situation I guarantee there's people in his camp being like oh this is a nice fight for um for Chitty so 
we both can be overlooked, uh, and I think whoever overlooks the other one will will have a hard will will have a hard night and a sore face. Um, but like he's someone like you know he's very dangerous. He's very dangerous, but as am I. So it's going to be exciting. Yeah, I mean it's it's a uh, he is amazing when a fight starts. Like he is a he's a dangerous man to be in there when it, when a fight starts with this guy. Um, you of course known for your furious style too. Like it has the makings of an absolutely brilliant fight, but. Tell me what what sticks out to you about Chitty when you watch him. Like you're going to see this in a completely different level and a completely different dimension to me. What what do you see? Yeah, like I mean, he's he's an incredible like martial artist at what he does. You know, everybody knows he, he loves Muay Thai. He's he's that style. He's a very different style for striking than MMA. One that like you know, I've always obviously trained a lot of Muay Thai guys, but I've never fought one in that in that in the game and the light. So. I'm excited to like be in there and feel it too. As you said, he's extremely explosive. He's technical off the point. Like he's he does a lot of good things. As an opponent, you have to sit and look at him and be like, well, when does he not look so good? What's he where's his weaknesses in his game? Where's our strengths? What can we exploit? And to be honest, like there's a lot of this fight that will go right. Um, there's a lot of this fight that makes me his kryptonite. And for me, on the 30th of March, we just need to get the fight. At the pace, at the direction, at the angles, at everything we need to make it a Reese McKee fight, and um, I have a feeling this one's—it's just going to be right. And uh, as you said, I know exactly what Sean Shelby or whoever matched this fight done. They've seen our two names. They're like, you know what? Both guys on paper could be back against the wall. So two dangerous, two dangerous guys, desperate after a win. You you're talking about um, you know me me bringing up the positive. The things I've noticed about Chitty that I think work in your favour massively are the fact that he comes out really hot but in round two round three there you definitely see a fall off you've all you always you also see when his back goes to the ground somewhere that a lot of people find themselves when they're fighting Reese McKee um you know he, he has tend to lose in that situation quite a bit two of his last three losses he's on the ground eating shots from angles that don't look don't look terrifying to begin with, but you know, it, it's the fact that he stays prone and you're able to put people are able to put things on him. I'm just wondering, you know, this is a guy that has, has had 32 fights. He has only won one by submission. We've seen in his, three of his last two that when he goes to the ground, it, it, it kind of, it kind of steals a lot of his thunder. And I know you are a man who is known for a furious striking display, but any chance we see Reese McKee's wrestling shoes come out in Atlantic City on March 30th. You know what? It's funny. It's so funny because I've had these camps, like I've had these preps for fights where I'm like, this is the one I'm going to wrestle. Um, but I don't think this is the one. Um, like, I've, <laughs> like I've said it so many times, I really have. I, I thought me and Jimmy, I'd love to wrestle Jimmy because that was his game. I'd love to brawl him there and see how it was. Um, the, the Lucifer fight, I was just... I was cold off the mark. I thought it was going to be a better wrestling fight. It, it wasn't. I'm not saying this one won't be. Like I, I 100% have the skills to put anyone in the UFC on their back and do a lot of damage. I have the skills to submit anyone in the UFC, but I also have the skills to knock anyone out in the UFC, and that's my favorite card to play. Um, this type of fight, striker v. striker, different styles of striker. Like I'm not saying it won't be a wrestling match. I'm not saying it won't be a grapple, but... Who knows? Like Chitty's back's against the wall too. He's going down to welterweight. Maybe we'll see him try and wrestle. I know I'm pretty sure he's armed with a black belt as well, so it'll be handy. He'll know what he's up to as well. Uh, so I think this could be one of the fights where we're going to see 
you know, two fighters that use a predominantly normal way of fighting, maybe use a different way of fighting. But I would bet that it'll be a striking fight. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I was watching his fights um, when the fight got announced, and I was like, I think Reese is gonna love this. Like when he's watching this guy's this guy fight and seeing how how forward he is, how he's always coming to guys. It's like that's what Reese really enjoys that kind of pressure fight. Is that what you were thinking as well? Like I know you were saying you were looking at all these welterweights, but when it's chitty and you get to have a you get to familiarize yourself with his style, is that the kind of feeling you were getting too? Well, I like I like fighting guys that I like to watch. You know, so Chitty wasn't he wasn't someone on my radar because. He was a middleweight and he's coming down. So he wasn't someone that I thought, oh, I might fight this guy. But then when I watched the fights, I'm like, I was enjoying watching his fights. I had to remember that I'm fighting him. You know what I mean? It's like I was watching it with like, oh, that's nice. I like what he does here. But then I had to switch it. But no, like I, I enjoy this fight's going to be fun. You know, this fight's going to be fun. Um, there's areas of my game that people don't think, you know, People say put Reese in the back foot and he can't fight. Well, actually, I'm a very good puncher on my back foot, which is a very interesting striking style. So I have a much more um, unorthodox striking style than Chitty. He is a very orthodox uh, Muay Thai style of striking. So it's, it's style v style, but in, in the one art, if that makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. Really fun. Yeah, man, I think I think it's a low-key fight tonight. Like I'm looking at it going like, Jesus Christ, when you look at both your styles, it's an unbelievable, I, I think it's a, a fantastic matchup. But here's another thing. Um, 35 years old, over 30 fights into his career, last made welterweight in the summer of 2016. I don't know, man. I'm getting that feeling. I'm looking at this like, is this guy gonna gonna do what happened to Kalen Lochran last time? Like, oh, the old switcheroo on Wednesday night. You have a new opponent. You're fighting Hamza Chimaev again, Reese. Like, I mean, mm. like, is there any fear of that for you that like this guy is, you know, he hasn't proven that he can make 170 in so long? Yeah, like, I mean, to look at it like on paper, like, I mean, yeah, like you you could have that concern. But I tell you what the UFC are really good at. They're really good at finding other guys in the world that are ready to fight. So all I can do is be ready to fight on the 3rd of March. Whether it's him, whether it's someone else, bigger, smaller, whatever they may be, um, like I'll just be ready to fight on the 3rd of March. Like I'm I'm preparing for him. I'm planning for him. He's, you know, a lot of professional fights. Uh, as you said, he hasn't made it in a, in a little while. I would say it's maybe something that's been, he's been working on in the background for a while and then this is the right time to, to do it. But, you know what? Who knows? And in the nicest way possible, who cares? Because, like, my flights are booked. Um, I have people going. I'm going. So, whoever it is, is who it is. You mentioned earlier. You said Sean Shelby might be looking at these two guys and thinking, uh, their backs up against the wall. Is that the mentality? Um, that you're going into this fight with, and do you think that's a mentality? If so, do you think that's a mentality that gets the best out of Reese McKee? You know, like I've been in this, I've been in these stages my whole career. Like I always, I, I've never really felt that people have ever said to me, ah, Reese is, you know, he, he's not up against it here. I've, I've, I'm always up against it. I'm, I'm always hearing like, ah, but he needs this one or, oh, but this is the big one in Belfast or this is the, do you know what I mean? It's, it's mm. always been like that. It's, it's a bit frustrating too, like, because my back's never against the wall. I'm like, 28 I've been living the dream for a long long time it's like I have some really really big night big moments and it's like if this is my back against the wall I would hate to see him with a real problem uh, that's the <laughs> truth like, um, you know and and I don't mean that and like at the end of the day we're going to end a fist fight that we will sign up to like we're in the premier organisation in the world the UFC getting to do it in front of many thousands and millions of people watching at home like it's 
if this is back against the wall, then I, then I fancy this wall. Do you know what I mean? But uh, like, I mean, they end to play the narrative. Yeah, I mean, I need to win this fight. Like, this is this is a very important fight to win. Um, but it's a very very winnable fight as well. Uh, so I'm going to do everything I can to win the fight. And it's as that old saying. It's like you know, you go out on your shield or you can back on it, and and that's it. It's do or die here. And um, you know, but that that's not going to change my approach. I'm not going to go out here and. And try and change anything drastic. Like I'm very good at fights, and I'm very good at winning fights. And you know, I lost that last one on a bad performance. It doesn't mean I'm broken as a fighter. It doesn't mean that something didn't work, or you know, you can overthink the whole thing. Uh, and that's it. Tell me this: um, my heart goes out to everyone at FAI at the moment because of what happened with Ryan. How are you all guys getting on? Because it's a terrifying situation i know liam has obviously come out and support you've all come out and support him i actually thought that was a brilliant video you posted um i believe he was talking to you about the sleepless nights you get as a father right he was saying to you look at you 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 have the bags under your eyes you seem to have a really good relationship with ryan how are you all getting on and um you know have you been in touch with him at all have any of you guys touched base with ryan since yeah, I know uh, some of the guys have have been and seen Ryan and and, and chatted to him and, and stuff like that. It's it's a heartbreaking situation, and anybody that knows Ryan um, closely will know that you know it seems cliche to say it couldn't like he's the, probably the most surprising person that could have happened to because he's such a big character. Mm-hmm. You know, I like anytime I think of Ryan, I think of him walking into the gym dressed to the nines in like the most obnoxious, unneeded clothes for a training gym. But he'll wear them and he'll have the sunglasses on and it's n- middle of November. Um, you know, he's just he's just a character that is bigger than life. So for this to happen to to someone so full of life, yeah, it, it's heartbreaking. But uh, in in some weird silver lining, if anybody can do it, Ryan can do it. Uh, and that's where our heads at. You know, in gym, like of course the gym was awkward last week. It felt it felt off. It felt different. It felt weird. Like it felt like like, like you know. Is this right? Should we be training? Should we all just retire? But like, you know, the way I look at it is, and I was talking to some of the boys, it's like we do this for Ryan now, you know, we do this, we get the wins and that the wins go to Ryan and, and that's that's how we look at it. So um all my thoughts were him and his family and stuff like that, but it's it's so it's so traumatic. But we all of us back any way we can. Yeah, I and I agree with you. I think um even if the fighting days are over, he's such a talented guy. I can feel him redirecting the energy into something else and being a massive success. He's just that kind of dude. Um, I was speaking to Kalen about it last week, actually, and he was saying, you know, for it to happen to such a recognizable guy, a guy that everyone knows, right? A guy that draws such a massive crowd in Dublin, he said it really puts everything into perspective. Like, you think you have problems, and then it's like, holy shit, you know? I re- like, yeah, it really does. Like, um, and again, he's epic. He was the one guy in life, you know, that you hear all the saying, you, you heard him before you seen him. That was him. Like, you hear him before you see him. So, <laughs> you know, we're, we're, we're going to miss him for a wee while, but like in, in good time and when, when everything's ready, like we'll all be reunited and see him again and, and whatever life has for us all, like we'll all be together. Did you get any um, advice from the school of Corta about fatherhood? I'd say that's uh, quite an experience. I mean, the man, yeah. the man is great for his family. I'm just saying he's a unique guy. I'm sure that's very amusing. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? It's, it's the first. It's the first time I've talked <laughs> talked about. It. Actually, he gave Ryan's a joker for sure. He's a joker. But when when you're talking to Ryan serious, he will bring it right down. And he gave me some. No, he did. He gave me some really solid like. Uh, Dad advice of how you'll hear about other people saying, you know, all the sleepless nights and uh, 
your life's over and and ryan was like he was i remember him saying like you know fuck them guys like they don't you know that's not how it is it's you know it's the most magical moment of your life and um that that's one thing with ryan like a joker a joker at heart of course but a hell of a man for advice yeah no he's a great lad he's a great lad i'm uh i'm feeling that this Atlantic City situation is going to be a big turning point for us all. I feel like I'm feeling good about the Irish team headed to Atlantic City. Um, yourself and Kaylin, will you be having a buzz about there? I know turning trains and FAI too. I think there is a bit of uh, fraternity with the guys with Kaylin and FAI, right? Yeah, like, yeah, 100%. Like, you know, but you know what it is? It's an Irish contingent too. Like, everybody just wants, you know, you just want the best for the island and you want the best for everyone and bold and length. And, you know, it'll be good to see them boys over there. I'll probably not see them to Atlantic City. So, um, everybody just wants the best for everyone. And Tiernan now is on the pro scene. So, that man will be following the Dawn's steps, which is exciting too. Well, Reese, thank you so much for your time today, mate. I love talking to you. Great to catch you up. Congratulations on the arrival of Ruby Star McKee, the best name ever. And uh, I can't wait to talk to you after this big win in Atlantic City. Yes, sir. Thank you so much. There he is, Reese McKee. I think that fight's going to be a banger. I think that fight is going to be an absolute banger. Chitty's last fight with Oleg Jaychuk was unbelievable. Like, he loses in the first round via ground and pound, but... The violence he puts out in the world before he gets finished is unbelievable. Same with the one against Gregory Rodriguez. Again, putting it on him. I think he opens him up with a big elbow from the clinch early on. I mean, the guy is not messing around. Obviously a veteran in Bellator as well. You know, fought really the cream of the crop there. John Salter, Rafael Carvalho. He fought Koroshev in 2017. I mean, he's put together quite quite a run. It's amazing it really took him this long to get to the UFC because he is that good, you know? I think the big doubt for me is the welterweight situation. I just don't... I really don't want to see that again. That was a nightmare. They switched up Kalen's situation to something drastically more dis- difficult. You know, if you're getting ready for Chitty and Jukwani, you don't want to hear that you're fighting a, a wrestler on three days notice it's just the the fact he hasn't made it since 2016 guys i don't know what to tell you obviously a lot going on in the world of mma what about ariel hawani's 2024 prediction his bold prediction of the year kayla harrison to be the bantamweight champion of the ufc and now we find out she's just signed for the ufc even though don davis was like she still has a fight left my god i think if that fight was left they would have done something with her on that pay-per-view card that bellator v pfl champions card it's, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing how that goes too. But yeah, man, honestly, March 30th at Atlantic City, I wish it was going. I Look, I'll be honest, I haven't heard great things about Atlantic City, but it's so close to New York. And sure, people would tell you that Blanchetown's not nice, and it's the most picturesque place I've ever been in my life. Anyway, we've got some things lined up for next week. I'm actually going to be away in Birmingham uh, filming something very, very cool. Um, You know... You might know of a, a certain guy out there in Birmingham. Pretty big deal. Very excited. I hope I can reveal more when we speak next week. But 2024, getting off to a fantastic start. Thank you to great Reese McKee. Thank you to the great Oscar Losef, the producer of this show. Thank you to all of the beautiful people who listen to this show. I'll see you on Tuesday. Lots of love. Bye. Bye.